Is it possible that a beautiful, professionally sound song like that could be produced and uh, created by high school students? The answer is yes. That's from our friends at TABC and the Jacob Spadaro, who we know for quite a while. I guess most notably from his days with 613, right? That's when you used to come into the studio and perform, and we had a blast with those guys. Throwback, man. Really good, good clever of people. <laughs> really good, clever of people, 613. Um, so we know him for quite a while. He is now, do I have it correct, the director of the Music Conservatory at TABC? Would that be the appropriate title? That's it. <laughs> we, uh, and, and a few other things, I guess, as well. I, I didn't know most really... <laughs> yeshiva high schools have a music conservatory, frankly. Yeah, no, it was really, uh, it was a new venture. Um, I think, you know, both for TABC and for the yeshiva world. Um you know, I come from a public school background where I had a really fantastic music education. And, you know, when I was approached about starting something music related at TABC, because um, I had actually, you know, previously been working at, at Hank out on Long Island for, for several years. Um, before that, I was running the choir at the RS. Um, you know, we kind of had a blank slate um, in terms of, you know, what we wanted the program to look like. Um, and a school like TABC... You know, having the uh, the demographic that it has, you know, having the kind of students it has and the resources, you know, we really had an opportunity to make something 
new and incredible. Well, I want to talk about that, but first, on the Lachado D, who's responsible for that song? I mean, who composed it and which students were involved in its production? What can you tell us about that that selection? Yeah, so all the songs that are featured on the album um, are selections from, you know, the, the songs that are written in my class. Um, you know, we have a, an elective that's offered to every single grade, um, a music elective, and it's it's music production and composition. So the students in the class get an opportunity to you know, learn how to use um, a digital audio workstation like, you know, GarageBand, Logic, um, and uh, they, they learn how to, you know, kind of make their own versions of songs. They learn from the bottom up, and uh, we do songwriting workshops. So, you know, everything that's on the album, everything that we release is collaboration between the students and myself. Any particular individual or individuals for that selection? That yeah, so for that last one, we actually have uh, the students here today. We have uh, Daniil Zupnik and Benny Baitner, two seniors um, who this, you know, obviously was written last year during our junior elective. Um, but yeah, they were the first, uh, you know, the first guinea pigs of this, <laughs> of this uh, project. And, and thank God we're really, you know, happy with, um, how our first year went and, and the second year so far has been, uh, pretty awesome. Well, congratulations to Danielle Zupnik and good morning to you. Good morning. Did you compose this? Did you arrange it? Did you record it? What'd you do? So really the inspiration for me behind Lechadodi was roughly around a year ago. Actually, it's just coming up my grandmother's first yard site. I remember she was in the hospital. She knew a little chizuk. And I found this medley on YouTube. And it wasn't anything too crazy. And I just, like, hummed her a song. And I was like, you know what? This is great. This is, like, a really good, like, medley. Like, I have to use it for something. And I remember coming to Mr. Spadaro in school roughly a week later. And I was like, I had this crazy idea. And he's like, show it to me. Whatever you got, you got. Right? I play him it. He goes right to the piano. We sit there. He starts playing. We compose the whole song, and then literally like two days later, we're doing we're working on it, and we turn around and we're like, "Yo, and you know their vocalist and Benny's in the back over there." And we're like, we both look at him. And we're like, "Yo, Benny, it's time to get on time to get on the track." And <laughs> Benny, Benny being Benny was a little shy. He's like, "Ah, no, no." And he gets in and he did such a good job, and it's just very impressive. And I, you know, I'm very happy that I was able to get him involved. That's Benny Baitner. Congratulations to you as well. Thank you. Also a senior at TABC and uh, joining us this morning. Uh, in addition, by the way, uh, Micha Sorolnik and uh, Rafi Suss, we met last week, who's a veteran at this already with his Vishamru. <laughs> uh, they're both in our studio as well, representing uh, TABC and the Music Conservatory. It's funny, Jacob Spadaro, because I'm comparing my own high school experience and those who I knew in the Yeshiva League back then, a few years ago, mm. there were not many formal music <laughs> programs in boys' high schools. It just didn't exist. And you ran down the roster of schools you've been with and, you know, choir production. There's no such thing as choir in those days. And uh, obviously it's one of those things that uh, when it's offered to students, especially at this age, they're able to discover talents that they have that they never knew that they had. Um, I guess it's to the credit of TABC that you know for for encouraging students to go in this direction. Yeah, no, it's it's really it's an incredible opportunity for the students, um, you know, to have that platform, to have the space. You know, our 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 studio really, I think, feels like its own little wing of the school. Um, you know, it's a really it's a safe haven for creativity, and that's that's really what I wanted to create there. Um, and you know, in terms of just like having a prerequisite. There, there are none. Right. <laughs> Any, anyone can sign up for my class. Anyone can right. book who's, a session. Who's the guy who never leaves the studio? I, I was the guy who never left the radio <laughs> station in college. Who's the guy who never leaves the studio because of their addiction to the work? Yeah, we got a handful. <laughs> are a there handful. more than one? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the, not crew. only the kids that you see here today, right. but uh, yeah, we've, we've got a handful of kids that, 
you know, are banging down the door. And uh, <laughs> thank God that's that's the kind of an environment we want. We yeah. want uh, and, and the basic project for the year, because you start out in September and you're mm-hmm. saying to, you know, with a choir would be the end of year presentation or whatever, you know, it might be. But this was a full 10 song album, I guess, was the project for the year. Yeah. And, you know, and the idea was to kind of create like a legacy of sorts. You know, I, I loved how the idea of, you know, like Journeys has you know, yeah, Journeys sure. 1, 2, 3, right. 4. I wanted something that, you know, 10 years down the line, if the kids have graduated, they can be like, oh, you know, you were on Parak Gimel or you were on right. Parak Aleph. How, did we, how do we refer to this one? So this is Parak Aleph. Oh, wow. uh, the, that's what we put out last year. And, you know, even though there are only 10 songs on there, there were dozens of songs that passed through the desk. Um, and, uh, you know, that was really, you know, th- those were the songs that made it. <laughs> um, this year we're actually, we're, we're dealing with... Uh, <laughs> an issue of too many songs uh, that, that we feel are viable good for an problem album. To so have, it's a good right? problem to have, thank yeah. God. Um, but yeah, cause, you know, kids really came and inspired. And All right, give us another forward. selection to go to here off of Perak Allah from TABC. Which one are we doing? Let's go to uh, track two, Emuna. And who's responsible for this? Give me the names of the people who are, uh, you know, to be cited for the work that they did on this selection. So we have uh, Michael Sirolnik, who is uh, here today. Michael, welcome to the show. Thanks, Malcolm. How do you like that? You made it to JM in the AM, Baruch yes. Hashem. Uh, a painstaking process, or was this uh, whole you know music writing and getting to the final uh, product uh, just just fun and really wasn't that painful at all? It was all it was all very natural, but I'll say unexpected. Uh, the song started out as something completely different than what it was, um, and the, just being there in the studio and. The way things happen, the creative process there ended up something completely different, and I'm I'm super happy with how it came out. I'm proud of what it is now. So that's interesting. Now, before we listen to it, on that point, and I've discussed this for 40 years with composers and arrangers, it is amazing. However, and I'm sure you have some arranging capability. It's obvious from this project. Uh, it's amazing how in your head a song can sound a certain way, and in a different arranger's head, it could be a completely different product but he just said that from you know it's raw component at the beginning it's now just a completely and obviously much better much more appreciated selection is pretty amazing yeah and and it's the collaborative process that you know we have the opportunity to take part of in the in the studio that really uh makes the song uh you know gives it the character that it like it is inside of it it's like you know you know, chiseling marble. <laughs> Do they give you a lot of influences? You know, you, be, you being a music professional, <laughs> one could say, you know, you know the language, you're, you know, an, an expert in all these areas, but, and these are, you know, generally speaking, you know, kids with limited musical backgrounds who are coming in. Do they give you tidbits that really help in the creation process? Absolutely. I think it takes it back down to the bare bones of what music is. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's communication. You know, there's, there's a feeling there is, uh, there's an idea. There's something that wants to be, you know, put across into the world, and uh, you know, I have the opportunity to be that conduit. And so I just try to, you know, take away all of the, the intellect part of things, and 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 just focus on, you know, what is what is a student trying to do here, and 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 so for me, you know, as much as I, I hope my students, you know, learn by being in my class. I'm definitely the one that's learning the most. <laughs> we should also mention, in addition to what I said earlier about 613, you're a musical director for one of the pretty popular groups out there right now, right? Uh, not musical director. What's the um, title? Uh, no, I, uh, just 613 I, I, I was a humble employee for. Happy to work on No, but today boxer. I'm talking about the... Um, uh, oh, but now, yeah, so now, now I do all the electronic production electronic. For, for Energy, Energy go. Music, along with Chaim Bakhtin. He's right. he, he's the uh, you know the real uh, musical director and band leader for the for that 
But that's an opportunity. Well, I apologize, to, I apologize <laughs> to him that I gave you a promotion, but yeah, it's always I'll nice. Take it. <laughs> it's always nice seeing you guys at the weddings and celebrations. All Absolutely. right. So the name of this song is Emuna, is it? Emuna. Emuna yeah. is the name of the song. T A B C off of Perak Aleph, a ten song collection that I assume our listeners can access somehow. Is this everywhere? A, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. It's all there. Search yeah. T A B C. Stream it. Yep, TABC Studio 1600. All right, here it is. World debut. We'll take credit whether that's true or not, right here at JM in the AM. Spadaro is here with the uh, gang, if you will, from uh, TABC. Benny, uh, Micah, Daniel, and Rafi. And we're talking about Perak Aleph, which is uh, out there and ready for you to stream anywhere and everywhere. Just search TABC and you'll find that song is called Emuna. And somebody wanted to mention credit to somebody um, for singing on that song. Oh, yeah, big shout out to David Beton. 
Yeah, singing on the track along with uh, Micah. Is that a student, a star? Who is that? Another that junior is, as well. Oh, a yeah. junior in, uh, in TABC. Um, are you finding, by the way, that the younger students are starting to gravitate toward the studio and they'll be your next... Uh, your the, next group that you'll be working with? The freshmen really came in strong this year. Seriously? They, yeah, th- this, year's, this year's freshmen are, are killing it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How unusual for freshmen to take over a department in the high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> That's really up. nice. <laughs> um, and you mentioned to me off the air that this song, this is a reference to what uh, uh, we were mentioning earlier, this song went from uh, poetic to pop. Yeah, yeah. Right? Really... Poetic, <laughs> uh, uh, parenthetically, Yishai Rebo, to pop, meaning more of the general material you'd hear. Uh, in the, uh, I don't know, Israeli music scene or our scene. Frankly. Yeah, you know, it was one of those songs that, you know, actually started out as, as a class project between Micah and B- and uh, Biton. Right. And, you know, we they wanted to do this uh, kind of Israeli anthem. Um, David's uh, parents are uh, Israeli, or at least his mother is. And so, um, you know, that was that was the angle. And um, Rafi, I think you were... Yeah, so... Um, Actually, it was one day coming to the studio a little early, and I and I heard a beat drop, and I was like, "What? What song is this?" He's like, "It's Micah's song," but I knew Micah's song as the Ishai Rebo ballad yeah. type song, and Mike, I don't think I don't even think Micah knew yet that his song had a beat drop, but <laughs> everyone everyone who was in the room, his head started bopping, and it, yeah, that that was a style we didn't think it would go to. So the song is a completely different personality than it originally had. Yeah, and Pretty I think cool. that that through that process, it it. it it came into its own. Hey, life is like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? <laughs> I mean, they're not just going to encounter this in music for the rest of their lives. They'll encounter it in a million different areas of life where things uh, evolve yeah. and become very different than what they were uh, meant to be originally. We're speaking to our friends from TABC. I wanted to mention a couple of things. First of all, um, well, here's here here I have the article about Rafi Suss. You may want to autograph that for us and leave it mm. in the studio here. Uh, but the other one I have here is the tr- uh, musical tribute to Rabbi Dr. Mordechai Glick. We know the Glick family very well. And I would imagine knowing him that he had a musical spirit to him, to say the least. And you went ahead and dedicated a single to him. Is that what happened? Yeah, the, the, the very first track we released... It's actually the last track off of Parag right, Aleph, number ten, and uh, that that was that was a freshman a freshman project, and and uh, and, and that really which started because his grandson rolling. is in yeah, TABC, Eyal. yeah, 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 right. Um, so so you know, and and Al is a great example of a student who came in with absolutely no musical experience or background, which statistically are most of the students that come yeah, into I the would studio. Imagine uh, so, and and it's a nice it's it's, it's nice to see the confluence between. In the you old know, days, they'd like leave that. high school yeah, without, exactly. any, without any musical education. Yeah, yeah. So we're try, trying to give them something, trying to give them something, uh, but give them an opportunity, you know, to, to feel involved, to feel like they can create something. Right. Any of you guys musicians? Anybody play an instrument or not? Uh, so, yeah, I play guitar. Um, like like as a something you play every day and practice constantly? Yeah, 100%. Well, that's fun. And I definitely have to attribute that to Mr. Spadaro. It's a new talent I picked up. and without what, Just him, in the last couple of years? Within the last year. <laughs> That's pretty cool. We have the next Aton Cat sitting in front of us. Please God. Please God, man. Amir Tashem. Amir Tashem. Anybody else with musical instruments or not? Um, I play guitar, piano, and ukulele, if that counts. And how long ago have you? did you start all those? Um, eighth grade was guitar and ukulele. I actually taught myself all three, which Isn't is Isn't that cool. strange for a kid that age to decide to pick up stuff like no, that? So I it's saw- such a project, and the first few months are so tedious because you mm-hmm. just you literally are learning a new musical language. Yeah, so I actually saw, I think my mom sent me a video of like a kid playing a ukulele in a classroom, so I kind of got it as like... Oh, that was the first one? Yeah, was not the- as a joke, but I got it because I thought it was like a funny thing right. to know how to play. Like yeah. it's pretty... Agreed. Yeah, it's like Hawaiian instrument, right. I think. 
So that, and then that led to guitar because ukulele felt like, I, don't, I felt like it would probably be a good idea to learn guitar after ukulele. And then from guitar, it like kind of helped me learn piano because it's all, they're all very similar notes-wise. Like no, notes on guitar are the same as piano. It kind of helped me learn piano. And then piano I learned in like ninth grade and then I just kept getting a little bit better every year. I wasn't very good in ninth I grade. guess next is the banjo, huh? Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> where, know. Where are you heading next year? I'm going to Aish Gesher. So Aish at about 2 in the morning in the dorms, if you hear a banjo, you'll know mm-hmm. that Rafi's, you know, <laughs> yeah. has picked it up and he's taking it very seriously. I mean, I would assume, I would assume knowing the folks at Aish, they take extracurricular activities very seriously and they're going to encourage you to, you know, to expand your horizons. I hope so. <laughs> you hope so. <laughs> and, and anybody else with the instruments? Yeah, I've played uh, piano. Uh, started lessons in like second grade and my dad plays a lot just on perm he got a float and played with his friends around teaneck but um yeah we just play together it's it's really nice it's 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 sometimes hard to believe that people that, that youngsters that age can be motivated to do that again my point that the the start is such a hard process you're doing something that's just, you know, so frustrating. It must be frustrating because, you know, it doesn't go well at the beginning. No, 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 it doesn't. But uh, having positive peer pressure, you know, coming into a room, right. seeing other people playing, you want to be part of it. You want to increase your abilities and your skills. And uh, I think there's just like a, a, an osmosis of, of, of talent and skill that happens when you're in the room and you're just like working with people that play well. You learn. That's 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 right. really where the magic happens. When you went to, in your own personal experience, when you went to schools that encouraged music, that was on purpose or by accident? You happened to be in a public school that you know had a program that you discovered. Yeah, no, we happened. The, the public school, uh, Comac Public School, happened to have an incredible music program. So I had every opportunity in front of oh, me. Oh, it was local, and you was, were able to take yeah, advantage that was, of it. That was just, you know, I mean, I, there were three thousand people in the student right. body. You know, it was eight hundred people in my grade alone. So you know, when you're working with those kinds of numbers, you're going to get uh, you know, decent amount of music uh, students. They must have had a good football team, so, I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we played a... Uh, I only remember from the marching band side, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, frankly. Uh, all right, so there you have it. Everybody out there should discover Perek Aleph. It is the first offering from our friends at TABC. And according to Jacob Spadaro, in the month of May, there'll be another debut as Volume 2, Perek Bet, will be released to the public. Yeah, yeah, we're working hard and... Uh, we're really the the tough part with this year is that we have too many good, good songs yeah. that are but every artist uh, always available. You know, so thank God we we we're, every we're artist would rather be on that side of the issue than than searching for songs nine and ten. You know? Absolutely, and uh, if it doesn't end up on this year, we'll go on Parrot Gimmel. So we got, you know, we have a backup. <laughs> Micah, what do you want to add, Micah, before you wrap things up? I would just like to thank Mr. Sedaro. Everyone talks about this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, round of applause. Everyone talks about this state of the art studio. I don't know of any high school period that has gives you access to a teacher who's ready to share his resources like Mr. Spadaro. He's been in the music industry for I don't even know how long, uh, putting his heart and soul in there. And just to give you a progression, like as a class, we would listen to the song by some famous artist on Spotify. And then three weeks later, he would send out a video of him being like, oh, I love TBC. Great that you're bumping my music. And now three months later um we'll be getting him on featured on our next album so it's really great great. that he cares so much and for the students who care take advantage of this opportunity full-fledged fantastic i mean i always knew he was a nice guy but i've learned a lot (laughs) about him in the last couple of weeks and he's having a tremendous influence on some great students anything else any of you guys want to add before we wrap things up and we'll turn to you to mr spadaro to let us know how we're wrapping up um Daniel, anything you want to tell everybody? Uh, sure, I can add. Um, I think for a high school student to have an experience to go into a professional studio 
every day for multiple hours a day, which is based off myself and the guys here and definitely a bunch of other guys. But I have friends in a bunch of other high schools, and they look at us and they're like, like this, is, they look at us like, with like like a with their face, their their like jaws dropped, and they're like, "Wow, like this is incredible!" And they're like, "Yo, Yeshiva, we gotta work on something, you know." And it's just like it's like without Mr. Spadaro pushing us and pushing us to the next level, that wouldn't be happening. Meaning, before I came, before I even came into high school, I had really I had very little music background, a little bit in my back in my like fifth grade days. Um, I was in YBC for about a year, and that was all I had. And then I came to high school, and I was like, yeah, I don't really ever want to pick this back up. And then Mr. Spadaro really pushed me, and it's really, I'm so thankful for that. Well, Mr. Spadaro is not going to be happy that I'm saying this with so many people listening, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, TABC better be careful, because I would assume, because I'm thinking the same thing you're thinking, that other schools, as they discover what's happening at TABC, are going to make some type of free agent offer to uh, Mr. Spadaro, and TABC better do everything in its power to hold on to him. Don't you guys agree? Don't worry, he's not leaving us. He ain't leaving? All right. I can tell you I can tell you a million of people who said that in the press that they're not leaving and that they're gone the next day. Just kidding, of course, Mrs. Spadaro. Rafi, you wanted to add something before yeah, we wrap I, things I up. I said one more thing to add to what yeah. Mike has said. Um, you don't only learn music from Mr. Spadaro. Something I learned a lot from Mr. Spadaro is about patience. Mr. Spadaro has a lot of patience, and making songs is not a very quick thing. And yeah, so he's very, very patient while, while the whole thing Everything goes on in the music studio. Students, students breathing down his neck all day. It's, <laughs> I hear that. Uh, and Benny, how do you want to uh, wrap up our conversation? Yeah, so other other than how impressive the whole studio thing is, it's really a place for a kid to find their place. And I feel like someone who is a little lost in, in, in the grade, maybe especially like the freshmen, you see like there you could see people becoming friends with people they're in the music class with. Yeah. It's really impressive. And they're picking up their own mentors, older students, you, et cetera, and, it's, uh, and it becomes a much better and enriching high school experience. Uh, my thanks to Benny Baitner, Micah Sorolnik, Daniel Zupnik, and Rafi Suss, and, of course, to Mr. Spadaro, Jacob Spadaro, who many of us know not only from TABC but from the amazing Jewish music industry. And um, the majority of the students here, 12th graders, which means they are uh, color war champions over at TABC. Let's not only focus on music. Yeah. Let's focus on all the other things. And uh, we say congratulations to all of you on these musical efforts. And Mr. Spadaro, the final song for this segment will be? Uh, let's play Tov Lahodos and, from our last album. And what can you tell us about Tov Lahodos? Anybody specific you want to mention? Anybody you want to give credit to? Oh, Rafi's so, got the mic. Go ahead there, Rafi. Yeah, so... Tovla Hodos is actually a song I wrote with Mr. Spadaro. I wrote the beginning. Mr. How long ago did you write this song? So I wrote this song at the beginning, freshman year. I wrote the tune. Then I came to the studio. I actually booked the studio session during lunch with Mr. Spadaro. And um, the words the words were not originally Tovla Hodos. And then I remembered my dad always reminded me that he walked down the aisle to, to Tovla Hodos. And those are his, that's his favorite song. So I wanted to make a new version of his favorite song, and hopefully that would become his favorite song. And uh, another artist on the song is Shia Fink. Um, he one time called me during my studio session, and he he's a singer. And I said, "Oh, you should come. You should come check out the studio." Now I didn't expect him to be on the song. And then he was looking around. I remember he was walking around the room, and he was like walking at the booth. And then I kind of noticed that he 
wanted to be on the song, so <laughs> so we let him on the song, and no, it was it was, it was more it was more helpful for us than for him because uh, he did a really good job. So. Phenomenal. All right. Well, again, congratulations to all of you. We'll wrap things up at Toblahodos, and uh, let us know when the next uh, volume comes out so we can invite everybody back here at JM and the AM. Awesome. Thanks so much for having us. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and NachumSingle.com on the NachumSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app, our friends at TABC with Toblahodos. You're listening to JM and the AM. Amen.